0: Hey there, fellow parent entrepreneurs. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join us here on the Kenza Pod. My name is Tiffany Jones. I'm the co-founder and CEO of the Kenza Collective, where we empower and educate parents who are making the transition from working for the man to working for themselves. Our goal is to help you create a life where you have autonomy, freedom, and the power to dictate how you spend your days, all based on your family's unique needs. So if you're ready to hand in your notice and experience the freedom that comes from working for yourself, or if you've already done it and are in the trenches trying to manage all the pieces, you're in the right place. Be sure to check out KenzaCollective.com for all kinds of resources specifically geared toward the busy working parent. And thanks again for being here. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome to the Kenza pod. Today we have the pleasure of talking to one of our newest members of the collective, Rebecca Hebden. She is a 24 year old stay at home mother to three children, four, two, and two months. I bow down to her. (laughs) She started mingling and freelancing in the summer of 2020, and then she officially launched her own virtual assistant and social media marketing business in February of 2021. Yay. She has a passion for helping women-owned businesses free up time so that they can focus on their zone of genius. Today, we are going to pick Rebecca's brain about what it's like to be a VA. So what does she do? What does it even mean to be a VA? How does she juggle her work with motherhood and mental health and, you know, showing up to her partner and all those kinds of things? Um, What she hopes to see in the future for her growing business and any pro tips for those of you who are thinking about this type of work. So welcome to the pod, Rebecca.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Do this.
0: (laughs) And Beth is here with us as well from Denmark. Thank you for joining us so late at night.
2: Yeah, it's, it's about 10 o'clock over here, but I wouldn't have missed it. So I'm happy to be <laughs> and here. And
0: Rebecca, where are you? Where are you located?
2: Um, Central
1: Washington State. Okay.
0: So why don't we start off kind of where we usually start with these types of episodes, which is just getting to know about you. So tell us a little bit about your background and your, your life up until now and, and, and get us into how you became a VA and started really looking at this career
2: path.
1: All right. Yeah. Let's see. Where should I start? Um, I was born in (laughs) American Fork, Utah. Um, No, when I I was growing up, I loved medicine. I always thought I would want to go into the medical field. So growing up, I would always be interested in vet medicine and animals. I was like, maybe I'll be a veterinarian or a zoologist or a marine biologist, something like that. Right. And as I got a little older, I was like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'll be a physical therapist. So that's what I did my senior job shadow on. I shadowed a physical therapist. I was like, this is pretty cool. I think this is something that I would really enjoy doing. So fast forward to college. I decided that I didn't want to be in school for the rest of my life. So (laughs) I went the route of becoming a medical assistant. And so I became a certified medical assistant, um, I got my certification when my first daughter was about six months old. And after that, I was like, I want to stay home. I don't want to be in the medical field. I just want to stay home. (laughs) So that started off um, me just staying at home, which was good for the beginning. And then after a while, I got bored. (laughs) Not that being a stay-at-home mom is anything bad. I'm not knocking on moms who find enjoyment in staying at home and that being their sole thing that they do. But for me, I always have to be going, go, go, go. I have to be busy. And this was one of my outlets that I was thinking about a couple years ago. But I was like, I have no idea how to do that. I'm not going to jump into that because I don't want to fail. (laughs) I hate failing. So I decided to go back to school online and I went through BYU, Idaho, and they have this option where you can have a bachelor's degree be a professional studies degree where you choose certificates and so the certificates that i chose were social media marketing commercial fundamentals and administrative assistance so with all three of those i was like maybe i can do something with that we'll see how that goes and so fast forward i graduated in april and then had (laughs) and then had my third child in may and so it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride to get here um before i yeah, before I finished school, I started my business. So I was working um, for a couple clients while doing a full-time student load, and it was just crazy. But now I'm kind of on the other side. Now my only um, crazy is the kids.
0: I am always amazed at what mothers and women are capable of.
2: Isn't it's it crazy? Just, yeah.
0: it, is, it is so crazy to me. And I actually just recently yesterday had a friend of mine like, I was kind of having a hard day and she like reminded me of all the things I'm doing and she was like don't forget how much you're doing right now okay and I was like yeah okay yeah I'm guess I'm doing a lot yeah <laughs> so great job Rebecca you really thank you. thank you it sounds like you really advocated for yourself mm-hmm. listened to what you wanted and desired and didn't you know I'm sure maybe you went down different paths but ultimately didn't judge yourself on that or think yeah. less of yourself for wanting to do other things other than, you know, stay at home with your children, which mm-hmm. is all, also, like you said, an amazing path to take and yeah. an incredibly important path to take. Um, but for some of us, people like us, you know, we, we want a little bit more. And, and I'm really excited to hear that you pursued that, especially at such a young age before, you know, letting it go too far.
2: Thank you. Yeah. So what made you want to start your own business?
1: Well... I originally worked with a client and I was like, this is great and all, but what if I could have more build a business model around this model, business model around this? And so I looked into a couple um, VA training courses because I like to do things 100% right the first time I do it. I don't like, I don't like doing the Google, the so Googling how to do everything and I wanted to get it right. So I ended up going with Michaela Quinns. OTO program which I think she's been a guest on here before
0: yeah yep yeah she does great work
1: yeah I went through OTO and that really helped me um set up the foundation of the business like all the logistics and the legal stuff that no one likes and so that really helped me build my confidence from the start in what I was doing instead of just wading through the unknown just trying to do it by myself that was very helpful from the get-go
0: So, you told me, uh, we were chatting on Slack the other day, and you told me about how you had accidentally booked your first client. And I want to hear how that goes because we, how how that story went, because we we get a lot of questions about how do you find clients? How do you get that first client? How do you um, pitch yourself and all of that kind of stuff. And so, I think the story that you can share around that will be really helpful for our listeners to hear.
1: Yeah, definitely. So that, that is a very interesting story. Um, it was back in uh, December, so I hadn't started my business yet. And I was just doing some free work for people every once in a while. If they post a job op or testimonial work, I was like, I'll do it. I need the experience, right? And so I was subscribed to an email list for someone who does printables. She has, I think now almost 60,000 followers on Instagram. And I'm on her... Um, email list, and she's like, hey, everyone on my email list, I need a copywriter. Would anyone be interested? And so I was like, me. And so I applied. I gave her, I can't remember what she asked for, if it was like a resume or something, and she had me take like a personality quiz. I know a lot of people now are pretty into that. Um, So I did that. About a week later, I heard back, hey, you are in the top 50. This is what I need moving on next part of the application I guess and so I do that and then it gets down to like here there's top six or seven people now I would like you to um, write an article about your experience with such and such and another article because she needed blog copywriting and so I did that I turned it down I was like feeling good I made it to the top seven out of I don't know a hundred people and then a couple days later I heard it's like oh you didn't make it <laughs> Sorry, we went with someone else. I was like, okay, you know, this is a good experience applying for this stuff. And so I emailed her back. I was saying, thank you for this experience. If you ever need more help down the road, I do social media and I'm trying to become a virtual assistant. So keep me in mind. And I remember I was walking through Costco on my anniversary with my husband and I got an email from her. And she's like, hey, I really appreciate your initiative. Let's try this for a month. 40 hours a month at this rate. And then if we move forward, it'll be 40 hours a month for this rate. I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. <laughs> this isn't what you're looking for, but thank you. And I was like, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And so that's how I got my, my first client, just by chance. She appreciated the initiative, I guess. Mm,
0: it wasn't by chance, it wasn't by chance. <laughs> you follow, You took the time to follow up and put yourself out there. And offer a service, and she appreciated that. And, you know, I think I have a, a post scheduled a, around this topic around follow-up and how mm-hmm. important that is and how people don't do it all the time and, you know, what, what companies are looking for. Alongside, you know, skill set mm-hmm. is someone who actually cares about what this person is doing and what they're building and cares about the brand and cares to help build that up.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: when you can come in and really express to them that you care about them and you care about their success and you're skilled, that is huge. And companies mm-hmm. are going to respond to that. And I've even experienced it myself and seen other people do this. When they already have a client and maybe a project's coming to an end and you pitch them on the next project, say, hey, I saw that this area of your business could use some work. Here's how I might approach that. Here's maybe a ballpark of what that would cost. Do you want to see a proposal for that? And they're like, heck yeah, of course they want to see someone taking action, taking initiative, taking work off their plate and knowing that's going to be executed. So it definitely wasn't by chance. You did a fantastic job and you were rewarded for that. And that's that's going to serve you really well.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Well, that person saw that you could get work done and getting work done was important to them. So good for you.
1: I think that's something that a lot of business businesses, it's holding them back from hiring a VA is they they want to delegate. They want to get stuff off their plate. But they, they need to trust that someone will actually do it. And so that's the hard part for a lot of business owners in the delegation process.
2: Yeah. So you started the business in... Was it February of 2021? And so how is that going so far?
1: It has been a roller coaster. (laughs) It seems like... (laughs) So start the business, finish school, have a baby while still doing the business. (laughs) While still doing the business. Have your third
0: baby. Yeah, have my third baby.
1: Deal with with my two and four-year-olds going through crazy regressions because I brought home a new baby and they're... (laughs) That was, that was rough for there, there for a while, but they're doing a lot better. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it was like a tantrum every day. Multiple, multiple. Um, but it has been a roller coaster. It's been kind of a steady roller coaster the past couple of months, so I know what to expect. Um, in the beginning, it was kind of hard getting everything set up, all my systems and processes. But since then, I've just been kind of consistent at my networking and posting my own content on my social pages, as well as my client work. I haven't gone out to look for new clients because I don't think I could handle that right now. But I did have someone reach out to me right before my son was born, looking for VA work and social media work. I was like, sure, let's book a meeting. The meeting was on the day that he was born. (laughs) I went and laid myself like, hey.
0: Did you have the meeting and then like (laughs) a week later? No, No,
1: I, so the week before I was like, so... I'm due this day. Um, I usually have my babies early, so if I don't show up, this is why. And she's like, Sure, no problem. And so I think in the hospital, like 10 hours after he was born, I emailed her, I was like, Hey, I won't make it to the meeting today. <laughs> and this is why. And she was, she was super understanding. We had the meeting a couple weeks later, and yeah, she liked what I did, liked what I provided. And so she's been my client since and she's been great.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So let's switch gears a little bit and I want you to talk to us really specifically about what does a VA do in general what do you do and how have you, I mean, it's still pretty new, but how have you been navigating whittling down what it is you actually want to offer? Talk to us about all of that.
1: That's a great question. So a VA can do pretty much anything that you can do with a computer for a business, like on the back end. So that can be marketing um, through social media or email marketing or blog writing, management of those profiles for them, um, data entry, copywriting, customer support, pretty much anything under the sun that someone wants to offhand a VA can do. And a lot of VAs usually specialize in something like I do social media and mainly strategy. Um, That's what I specialize in, but I still do general VA for people. Some people go into tech VA where they help build and um, manage people's websites and the nitty-gritty stuff there. So if you're really good with tech, that would be a really good place to start. So specifically, I do social media um, and strategy. So I help clients take their vision of what they want their marketing on social media to do or to become, (laughs) and then I help them break that down into manageable steps, and I help them plan content and content pillars around that, hashtag research, engaging, everything that social media includes to try to help them meet their goals, whether it be followers or engagement or to drive sales.
0: Yeah, I like that it kind of feels like sky's the limit with Mm -hmm. this particular um, term of a virtual assistant, and that it really allows people the freedom and the flexibility to work and work and work and kind of figure out and test what they like to do, what they want to be doing, what the market needs, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and what they can pursue. Have you discovered things that you, tasks or services that you no longer want to offer going forward Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: far? (laughs) Or is it too early to say? (laughs) It might be
1: a little too early to say, but something that I don't love doing is engaging. I don't like spending time connecting. <laughs> that sounds so bad. I don't like spending time connecting with my clients, potential customers to try to get them to, I don't know. I like spending time on concrete tasks or the bigger picture. So that might be something in the future that I don't offer. But for right now, it's still something I do. It's part of social media, self. So I do it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so um, walk us through a day in your life. Um, how does it, look to I mean how do you integrate your personal life and your your professional life and all these these kids and everything else you have going on
1: it is an intricate juggling circus dance thing (laughs)
0: Um, I can picture it perfectly
1: yeah. yeah Yeah. A little bit of chaos thrown in. Um, yeah, there's some yeah. monkeys in there or yeah. someone them are throwing poop, you know. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's a mess, um, especially right now with a two-month-old. He decided that he doesn't want to nap this week, so that's shifted things. Oh, no. It's just you take it day by day. <laughs> um, ideally, once um, he's a little older, I'd, like to, I'd love to do a four-day work week where I only spend mm-hmm. those four days on work just a couple hours every day. But for the past couple months, with everything that's been going on, it's been a lot of my husband helping when he gets home from work, giving me a couple hours here and there, early mornings and after the kid's in bed. Yeah, depending on what I have going on that day, um, sometimes I have to schedule meetings in the middle of the day, which isn't too fun, but I've been able to juggle around it. And besides that, I can do a lot of the VA work while the kids are up,
0: so, do you are you really upfront with your clients about kind of all of that, or do you try and kind of keep a nice barrier so they don't see or under you know know what, what you're juggling mm-hmm. and what you're getting through to get to them? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, for a majority of my clients, um, they're they're very very understanding. A lot of them are moms themselves, and if they're not, I'm pretty upfront. Like I have kids, I will be doing a lot of work while the kids are noisy and stuff so if that's going to be a problem let me know up front because we might not be a good fit and that's okay it's okay if people aren't a good fit with you because you don't want to work with someone that's going to be I don't know that will cause a lot of stress in that way you don't want to threaten your kids to be quiet or else (laughs) all day (laughs) long you know (laughs) so
0: (laughs) yeah and how many hours right now are do you think you're working per week
1: um right now it's probably It depends like 10 to 20 hours a week with three different clients. There has
0: never been a better time to leverage your experience and network to launch a freelance business. We wanna teach you how. Check out our You Can Do This course where we teach you the eight key steps that you need to take in order to hand in your notice and never look back. We answer questions like, what services should I offer? How will I manage it all as a busy parent? How much money can I actually make? how do I find clients? Do I need a website? How do I set up my financial structure and how do taxes work? By the end of the course, you will have filled out a playbook, AKA a business plan that will give you the confidence that you need to quit working for the man and start taking control of your time, your energy, your income, and your schedule. Head to KenzaCollective.com slash you can do this or find the link in our show notes to learn more. Okay. Now back to the episode. Have you learned so far any just pro tips or just if you could go back and talk to yourself maybe in like January or December and tell yourself something you've learned now? Um, Is there something that you would want to share or just share with our listeners if they're considering something like this?
1: Yeah, there are a couple things actually. So the first one would be to not discount the skill set that you already have, even if you've never... Had a job that has skills that pertain to VA work, you probably have some experience with delegation or organization or your own social media. Um, Don't discount what you already have in place because you already have the skills to start and then they'll just grow from there. And going off of that, you don't want to be stuck in the learning phase for too long. I think it's really easy to. Think about your big dreams, think about what you want to do, study, take courses, do all of this stuff to build your knowledge. But if you're never actually going out there and applying it, it's kind of worthless. You have to get out there and just get out of that planning stage and do it. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Yeah.
0: And tell us about how you... So we understand how you got your first client and then Mm -hmm. how you got the next couple. And once your time frees up, what's your strategy to continue to build your client base?
1: So Instagram has been big for me. That's where I've gotten my other two clients is Instagram. They sought me out there and booked a call. I didn't really do any marketing towards them. So my advice there is to, if you decide to go, the Instagram or Facebook route with your marketing, your personal business marketing, would be to speak directly to who you wanna work with. I know a lot of VAs who offer VA work market towards other VAs. They're like, here's some VA tips, here's how to do this. But something that I've noticed is I have a lot more success when I am marketing myself towards small business owners. So instead of saying like, here's how to wow your VA clients, I'm like, here's a way to market your small business on social media using these three tips or whatever, making it with a hook and everything on social media. And that has reached a lot more small business eyes opposed to other VAs and small business owners that are in the VA realm that aren't looking to hire anyone.
0: Yeah, that's super smart. And to have found two clients or to have two clients that found you Mm -hmm. through that strategy is... That's incredibly valuable and incredibly smart, so good on you for that. Thanks,
1: yeah, and so moving forward, what I plan on doing is I think my business might go through a little bit of a pivot by the end of the year, and before then, I don't know if I'll try to find more clients, but if I do, um, if you join Michaela Quinn's OTO group, um, she has a job op board where people submit a job form and try to hire people from her group, and I think that's a great opportunity for beginners, especially. So I might consider applying for a few jobs through there. Otherwise, just Facebook group marketing and Instagram is going to be my main source of trying to find new people.
0: And what what's this pivot you speak of?
1: Oh, <laughs> sorry, great ma- question. I, I'm
0: intrigued. Oh, yeah, um, she yeah. just kind of slipped that in there. She's like, yeah. I think we're gonna have a big pivot. But anyway, yeah.
1: but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, still all in the works. I'm not really sure about what's going to happen yet, but I really want to move away from the hourly packages. Right now I have a couple like 10, 20, 30 hour packages, um, monthly retainers, and I really don't like tracking my hours. It's hard because I work five minutes here, then a kid screams, then I come back for 10 minutes, you know? (laughs) So I hand them this list of what I did, and it's like five, 10, 20 minute chunks, you know? (laughs) Instead of they want to see like a big block of time. Um, so I really want to move away from hourly just because I think it's going to be so much less hassle. And to do that, um, I've been thinking of going to the next level with my VA business, um, maybe specializing more into a more managing role, kind of like an OBM. But something that I've been really intrigued with lately is Lindsay White's um, DOM program, Director of Marketing. And so that's something that I am highly considering going into, if I can become a marketing virtual assistant, director of marketing, maybe by the end of the year, that's where I'll be. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like that. I mean, it sounds like you have the ambition and the drive and the, and the brain to <laughs> Thank do you. that. Um, and I think it's really great that you're finding support and mm-hmm. also trying to find that balance. And I'm really glad you said this of education versus just doing. Mm-hmm. Um, It's really easy to get stuck in the education piece and uh, not actually get out there and do it, so I'm glad you brought that up. Beth, I cut you off. You were going to ask
2: something. before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what I well, I forget what I was going to say before. But what I was <laughs> one thing I was just thinking of as uh, as during the day today, as I was thinking about this conversation with you, is I'll bet that some number of folks that listen to this podcast also need virtual assistance, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, of course, we'll put your contact information in the show notes like we usually do. I love that. But, you know, we, we also have an audience of small business owners mm-hmm. and it sounds like that could be a fit. So yeah. um, all, all you listeners out there, are you paying attention? Because <laughs> here's a virtual assistant who may have some availability for you. Yep. Pretty
1: soon once, once the kids start napping. <laughs>
2: That's the
1: big thing.
0: <laughs> yes. oh the naps the nap. I remember I think in our in our you can do this course I talk about scheduling and just some pro tips there and I remind people that nap time does not count as Mm-mm. part of your availability
1: <laughs> because
0: you can't count on it Mm-mm. so don't nope. count on it so if you have five hours to work in the day and you're saying three of those hours are during nap time you really only have two hours let's yeah. be honest you know <laughs> I had to learn that the hard way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, usually I like to block schedule my day, um, but I can't do that with a newborn because they they don't follow your schedule. (laughs) So I've learned to just have like a long to-do list. This is what I need to do today. These are the times that I might have available to do it. (laughs) These are the top priority need to get done first. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to having a little bit more consistency with the napping because then I'll be able to really... Get things done.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel you. <ya. laughs> well, is there anything Is there anything that you would want to leave people with as we start to wrap up here? You know, any of our listeners, um, if there's one thing that maybe they could do today that would help them start to explore if this might be a good path for them, what would you say to them?
1: I would just tell them to look into it, do some research, and then jump in if it's for you don't don't wait for forever I waited for probably two years before jumping in just jump in you can learn along the way that's what google's for (laughs) and build a good network there's there's such a good community around the freelance space and there's so many people who are willing to help you without you having to pay them (laughs) just a lot a lot of good knowledge out there so glean it (laughs)
0: Yeah, and I do want to point out, too, that Rebecca, she she currently has her Instagram set up, mm-hmm. I think a Facebook, and she uses Linktree to link to different options where people mm-hmm. can book a call with her um, and get in touch. But she doesn't even have a website right now, and she's still killing it. And I just want to point that out, that like the barrier to entry to this type of work, and a lot of freelance work, honestly, is very, very low. You do not need to have Anything fancy set up, yes, that's a great iteration to get to the next level and to have something like that. But you don't need it. You need a laptop. You need a laptop and And depending on what you do, some software and internet, Internet. Yeah, yeah, that's important.
1: Besides that, yeah, you don't need to buy all these fancy programs. You can invest in a course if you want to invest the money into it, but you really don't need much. You can just start. Just start.
0: Yeah. And then put yourself out there, just like Rebecca did with that one client follow up you know, she was a warm lead for you. You had Mm -hmm. made it down to her top 10 or seven. And, you know, so don't be afraid to follow up too. You know, I like to encourage people that. So wonderful. Well, you can learn more about Rebecca on her Instagram page. It's Rebecca with a K, which I love by Mm -hmm. the way. I don't think I've ever seen that, but I think it's awesome. So it's R-E-B-E-K-A-H um rebecca h business solutions and of course we'll link to this in the show notes so if you're driving or walking it's all good and we'll also link to her link tree if you wanted to book a discovery call Um, and you know if you are interested a lot of you know as rebecca was mentioning about the amazing community that's out there to support freelancers We are proud to say that we are one of those, and we have a Slack channel that is growing every day that we're really excited to see people asking for advice, anything around financial to project management to time management. Um, I just started a channel for parenting to talk to people about world schooling, homeschooling, unschooling, all those fun things. Um, So we're having fun in there. It's free. It's easy to join. So um, check the link in uh, the show notes for that as well, and we're here for you. Um, we're all about supporting parents on this journey of being able to do a five minute thing and then go tend to your children if that's what you need to do, you know, and make money and have fun and balance and balance as best as you can,
2: <laughs> as well as you and juggle.
1: <laughs> yeah, juggle. That's one I phrase I do not like. The work life balance. I know. I like work I work work life uh, harmony. That's that's better. That's a good one. Yeah.
0: I like to say like integration
1: because for word me it, yeah. it like
0: gives this visual of like putting you know when you put your fingers together like intertwine your fingers it's like I'm integrating the work my work side and my family side into one just me this is just my life you know
1: that is good yeah so I like that yeah you got to find find the word
0: that works for you but balance mm-hmm. is I don't yeah I agree yeah, I don't that's impossible <laughs> Rebecca, is there anything else you wanted to share? Any other part of your story that you feel would be inspirational for our listeners? And it's okay if you don't. I just wanted to give you that opportunity.
1: I don't think I have anything else. And I have another tip, I guess. Ooh, Another yeah. tip. <laughs> um, so something that I have found that really works, especially when you're starting to try to find a client and you get through that discovery call phase and you're talking to them, um, is to try to build trust and loyalty, because that's something that they're looking for. They're looking for someone that they can trust to offhand a project to, and that's probably what's been stopping them from outsourcing, is they don't know if they can trust someone to get something done. And so take the small steps to get to know them a little bit better, um, to develop that relationship and gain trust and be loyal, because that'll go a long way, especially with referrals and networking. So.
0: Yeah, do what you say you'll do, and you'll say you do it. You exactly. Know? Yeah, I think I got that right, but you guys get the gist. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah, like no, that. that's incredibly important, <laughs> Rebecca. And I think you know you're—you've shown on your Instagram pictures of your family and who you are, mm-hmm. and you know you've really created this brand around you and that's incredibly powerful and probably a huge reason why you got those two clients off of instagram you know you're giving a lot of value and you're showing who you are and they're like i like i like this person i would like to work with her so rebecca you have a bright future i'm excited Thank you. for you yeah you do <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, for joining us on the Kenza pod. And again, please check out the show notes to give her a follow and um, let's follow along on Rebecca's journey together. It'll be fun. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Kenza collective to stay in touch. And if you have a moment, please drop a review for this podcast so that we can reach more parents and help them create a life and a living that actually works for their families. Have a great day.